Hello and welcome to the Conversation of Money podcast. This is where we talk about money, investing and all things personal finance. I'm your host, Peter Komalafe, and it's my mission to help you make the best financial decisions because money is a tool, life is for living. But first, a couple of words for me. If you don't know already, I have a new monthly magazine, which is now out. You can go and join that magazine subscription list. It is free at theconvo.io. That's theconvo.io. Also, if you're completely unaware, I also have a Discord group, which I would love for you to join. It's going to be a small community where I can take questions from you, where we can build a deeper relationship. There will be a link to that in the show notes. All right. Good morning. Welcome back to the show. Um, I had a number of things that I wanted to talk about today. Uh, I'm going to talk about this specifically because it is kind of topical and it is something that I think uh, needs to be maybe said and um, spoken about right now. Uh, looking at the markets, uh, everything's down, right? Um, it's a bit of a bumpy ride. If you uh, track what's going on in the investment world, maybe even the crypto space even, you're probably aware of what happened with uh, Luna last week. Um, it's crazy the kind of stories that you're hearing on social media. People with a million pounds worth of like money in things like Luna. Luna has now gone to zero. So people losing life savings in a cryptocurrency project that has been pumped and promoted and spoken about so fondly by so many people across social media, podcasts, YouTube, all of the all of the like only for the unthinkable to happen and i didn't i don't hold any of luna i never did i never spoke about luna not really my thing um but it's an interesting place to find ourselves because i was thinking back to some of the content that i'd seen and some of the things that i had heard about you know luna and how people were really enthusiastic about it like really really encouraging around you know showing how much money they've made and there's a, a particular youtuber which you know god he really shared oh, i put this you know he st- i think he started off with five hundred dollars you know having eleven thousand dollars then it was a hundred and thirty thousand dollars sharing this kind of stuff and i think there's nothing wrong with sharing the successes and the journey that you have And this is maybe where I struggle a little bit, but where does the responsibility come in when it comes to the fact that people listen to you and perhaps take on board what you say in the hopes that it's going to happen to them? And so I guess with this episode, I just wanted to give, look, my two cents. I'm not anyone's dad, uncle, mum, dad. I'm I'm nobody of importance where you should be listening to what I say verbatim. I just hope that I am able to provide words of wisdom, words of encouragement, um, things for you to consider so that you can make the best decision possible. You know, I don't have any benefit from the money that you do make or the money that you lose. Um, But I do have an interest in people having a positive experience when it comes to investing so that it doesn't put people off in the long run um, moving into the future. And that has always been my kind of goal with conversation of money, to have those conversations that I wish someone had with me in my 20s so that people can make the best decisions possible. Now, that's that's lunar and that's crypto, right? I mean, if you look at the stock market right now, it feels like everything else is down. Tech is down big. Um, if you're looking at the S&P 500, even the S&P 500 is basically down. 
So a lot of people who had started to invest maybe over the last 18 months, 24 months, if they didn't get good information, they've probably been, I said, well, they haven't been duped, but they probably feel as though they've been duped because they weren't given both sides of the coin. And particularly for people who follow, you know, certain individuals across social media, you probably didn't know that this kind of stuff could actually happen. Now, I did a live on my Instagram last week where I talked about, you know, what what should you be feeling right now? Look, let's be completely honest. If you're feeling frustrated because you're looking at your investment portfolio and it's down quite a bit or a little bit, if you feel frustrated by that and you feel as though you weren't prepared, that's completely fine for you to feel that way. That's a natural way for people to feel. To feel. I know someone in my Discord group who unfortunately has a lot of like tech stocks and his portfolio is down massively. I won't say his name, um, but it's down massively. And the question that I ask is, okay, so in, in order for you to sustain such a huge loss, it means that you've had, you must have a small portfolio of select companies. And the likelihood is you're not that well diversified if you're seeing huge drops in your portfolio value to the extent that you're at double digits, you know, in the high 50s, high 70s, you know, as a negative figure. Diversification probably wasn't one of the things that, you know, was looked at when the portfolio was being built. It may be a case of, look, there's a lot of hype about X particular stock. I'm going to buy X particular stock. And maybe I will revisit some of the investment principles that I often, that I go by when, you know, because I feel as though rationale behind what we do is really important. And if you don't have a rationale behind why you did something, you've missed a step clearly. And so even with the stock market right now, I've got to be honest, I think we're in for a very, very, very bumpy ride. I mean, it's funny that the Bank of England comes out a couple of weeks ago and says, Inflation is going to be 10% plus by the end of this year. I personally think, and I this episode will be here for posterity, I guess. I personally think that we're going to hit 10% before the end of the year. And I think that going into 2023, I think we're going to be in a position where it's going to be well over 10%. And when the recession bites, even though the Bank of England are signposting this, when the recession really bites, people are still going to act surprised like they didn't know it was going to happen. We have all the warning signs in front of us. We do. We've got all of the warning signs in front of us right now. The Bank of England has signposted that we have a period of turmoil on the way. And I think it's only right that we prepare ourselves for that. And I say that to say this, and I said this last week on one of my lives and on YouTube. There is so much noise in the investing space right now about what you should be doing, you know, what stocks you should be buying, what index funds you should be buying, whether you should pound cost average into an investment, whether you should lump sum into an investment. You have to ask yourself what you want to do. I'll say that again, because it's really important. You have to ask yourself what you want to do. Now, you may not know what to do, and you may be seeking, I guess, wisdom from social media. If you are, please take it with a pinch of salt. And unfortunately, no matter what you watch, no matter what you listen to, no matter what you hear, 
you still need to have some kind of conviction, some kind of indication about what you want to do. And I have to be really, really clear with this. If part of you is unsure, then you should do nothing. You have to be 100% certain about the next steps you're going to take, particularly if you're going to be looking to invest in whatever asset classes or in whatever you choose. You have to be 100% sure. And so the fundamentals come back into this. And I know that it's boring when I talk about this stuff, but it is fundamentally true. It's really, really important right now. You have to understand why you're investing. What are you investing for? This will dictate everything that you do. So is it for a house deposit? Is, is it for university fees? Is it for retirement? Is it to create wealth? Okay, what does that actually mean, create wealth? Can you put a number to that? Have you got a target along how long? is it going to take to achieve X goal, all right? So your house deposit, how long do you have? Three years, four years, five years, two years, what is it, six months? University fees, how long have you got? Is your child three? You're looking for university fees when they're 18, that's 15 years, what's the term? If you're looking to create wealth, what do you mean by that? Are you giving yourself a 20 year timeline, 10 year timeline, what is it? You need to know this stuff. You absolutely need to know this stuff. Then you need to understand and know, at least try to ascertain what level of risk you are willing to take. There are so many people right now who would have been buying individual stocks in the tech sector with that being their sole strategy, where all of their money's gone into a group of companies in the tech sector. Now talk less of the sector concentration that you have, and the risk that that brings, you've put all your eggs in one basket. Tech is down right now, so you're probably suffering. So what level of risk are you willing to take? If you're high risk, then you may well just carry on investing into one sector and put your bets on a number of companies within that sector. But it is a high risk strategy. So in other words, how do you invest in a way that is going to be palatable to your risk appetite? Do you even know what your risk appetite is? Really, really important that you understand what your risk appetite is. When I do coaching, this is something that I go through with people. We go through a questionnaire that will ascertain what their natural default is. And from then, when we talk about, you know, how long they're looking to invest for and why they're looking to invest, you, you can decide whether or not you have room to flex to take more risk because you've got more time on the table or take less risk because you've got less risk on the table. You need to understand what level of risk you're willing to take and able to take. Really important stuff, guys. And understanding what level of risk you're willing and able to take will, will dictate how you invest. Should you be buying individual stocks? Should you be putting all your money into Luna or whatever cryptocurrency that is next to be hot on social media and across YouTube and TikTok? Or should you be buying index funds? Should you be buying companies that are recession proof? I did a video on YouTube maybe a few weeks ago talking about, you know, what kind of companies are there are, are good to be buying when you're in a recession? Really, you should be looking at the companies where actually at the moment you can't do without them. Energy companies, food companies, right? Companies that provide services, products that we cannot live without. That regardless of whether inflation hits 20%, we still have to buy those companies. We have to pay for their services and their products. You need to have a strategy behind this. You can't put a finger in the air 
and you know pie in the sky guess what's going to happen next you need to have a plan now i just talked about some like logical things to consider the reality is that most people if they are just starting maybe just beginning they may have skipped all of this stuff you need to go back to square one you really really do need to tick all of those boxes have a conversation with yourself about those specific points that i've just mentioned and then maybe reevaluate where you are now if you've got money invested in the stock market right now or in stocks right now and they're down well unfortunately you're just going to have to sit there and wait but going back over this checklist that i've just given you will inform you on what you do with new money going into the market if you want to continue to invest during this period of time but understand it is going to be very very volatile very very volatile people are saying you know you should uh, you should definitely lump some into the markets right now other people are saying you should pound cost average dollar cost averaging you can do both but what is the right one for you which is the right choice for you again this goes back to the question i've asked at the beginning of this what do you want to do you have to have an inkling of what you want to do then hopefully if you're listening to this or you're watching other people on social media you can get different op opinions and viewpoints and you can take what works or makes sense to you and use that to either inform or discount your own opinion but you have to have an inkling of what you want to do moving forward make no mistake things are going to get really really painful particularly with the energy price increases that are coming in october it's rumored to be another 40 percent that we're going to see energy prices increase by which means that you're going to feel the squeeze and you know the ironic thing here is that where people have invested in the markets you if you're looking at a loss right now your money is kind of tied up because you don't want to go cash it in because you're cashing in a loss and people who have kind of been prepared or maybe had a strategy uh, a thought process have probably cashed in a lot of their investments and we've seen this because we know that money has come out of the market that outflows have been huge in america people have been preparing for this pulling money out of the market because they realize I'm likely going to need this money because things are going to get a little bit tight. And unless you've had a thought process through this, you may have missed it. If your focus was purely on what stock can I buy to 10x, 100x, 20x, so on and so forth, you probably haven't thought about this. And what I'm trying to say here is that, you know, ultimately, if you don't know what you want to do, you need to remember this one thing and this is really really important do what helps you sleep best at night don't worry about what the data says don't worry about what the analytics say don't worry about what history tells us in terms of historical performance I mean, it's no indication to future performance anyway you have to do what helps you sleep well at night and if that happens to be sitting out of the markets and doing absolutely nothing waiting educating yourself trying to pick up knowledge so you can understand how to put your best foot forward then that is what you should do the worst thing you can do right now is feel the the urge to give in to peer pressure to social media peer pressure because everybody's investing everyone's talking about this opportunity 
you almost feel FOMO that you have to be participating. No, you don't. If you are going to participate into something that ultimately means that you can't sleep well at night, you should not be doing that thing. And I just have to address this as well. I've seen this so much on social media and there's nothing wrong with this, but it's the psychology behind it that worries me. I'm just going to throw in two, 300, 400 quid into something. If it, if it goes, it goes. I get that sentiment, but it is a gambler sentiment. That's not investing. You're gambling. And therefore, it's a, a game of chance. Are the odds stacked in your favor? Probably not. Yes, you might want to take a punt. You might be happy to lose it. But I know for a fact that when people do this, oftentimes they're not prepared for a negative outcome. Even though they say, I'm happy for this to go to zero, I don't mind if I lose this two, 300 pounds, secretly they're holding on to the hope that it doesn't disappear, that it does do well. And unfortunately, when it does, you feel the pain. People feel the pain of losing money more than they do of making money. That's just human psychology for you. And so look, this episode is relatively sweet. Again, I'm not your dad, your uncle. I'm nobody, right? Doesn't matter to me whether you make money, lose money. You deal with the positive and the negatives of your decisions. I'm just here as hopefully a voice of reason, giving you common sense tips that I hope are going to serve you well moving forward. Because, you know, let's not let's not kid ourselves. When the recession hits and everything gets really, really tight, what you're going to find is there are going to be more opportunities that are going to present themselves to you as opportunities and I promise you a lot of them will either be scams or schemes MLL MLM opportunities that you might have a short-term win over but in the long term will probably do more harm than good so please bear that in mind guys have an amazing week and just remember money's a tool life's for living I will catch you next week. So much happened last week that I I still need to speak about. But maybe now is not the right time to do that. We'll do that on another uh, episode. And we also need to talk about well-being. Because what we know about this is that in these times, people are suffering from a mental well-being. But that is another episode. Have an amazing week. I'll catch you later. Thank you for listening to today's podcast. If you enjoyed the episode, be sure to check out other episodes and share with the people closest to you. New to investing? Check out Peter's course for first-time investors designed to give you the foundation you need. If you prefer one-on-one coaching, book a complimentary discovery with the man himself. All links in the show notes.